Hey everybody, welcome to day three of 21 days of prayer and fasting. I am joined today by Drew Norris and Sarah Westover, both part of our team here at Mount Prayer North. We are so glad you're with us today. Yeah, we're excited. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. That's great. All right, today's passage that we're looking at is from Psalm 51. It says, Create in me a pure heart. And a lot of people don't realize how relatable this passage actually is. Yeah, David has made a huge mistake, right? He's had an affair with Bathsheba. And the hard reality of this scripture is that he doesn't have a clean heart and he's asking for forgiveness. And that's step number one, is repenting. And that's what the scripture is showing us how to do, repent, right? Create in us a clean heart. And not only please forgive me of my actions, but give me the want to change my actions and where my actions are flowing from, which is the heart and ultimately the root cause. You know, at, this, at the same time, there's a deep theological meaning in some of the words that are part of that when he says to actually create something in me. Yes, absolutely. One of the things that I think is so interesting is when you're thinking about like the Psalms and you understand that it's, it's poetry and, and it's songs, it's not just words that are just thrown out there casually. It's, it's word choice. It's, there's specific words that are chosen when David says, uh, God, create in me a, a clean or a pure heart. Uh, what he's actually doing is he's using a certain Hebrew word, that same Hebrew word that's used in Genesis 1-1, where we recognize that, that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so what David's doing is, is basically he's connecting this idea that when, when God is, is creating the heavens and earth, he's asking God to create in him a clean heart. He's saying, look, it's not me and my own self that can will a, a clean heart. I can't do anything to, to just to, to will myself there, but it's God who's got to radically transform my heart with, through this idea of, of creation. It's him and him alone that can do that. Mm -hmm. When you're saying like the origin of words and stuff, something that really stuck out to me was the word pure in this. And clean kind of describes to me the state that something is in currently, but could get dirty again, right? We wash our clothes, they're clean. When we wear them again, they're dirty. But the word pure to me kind of says um, the way that it's like nature is, the way that it was uh, originally created. And so when we ask the Lord created me a pure heart, not just clean so that we can go out and get dirty again, but the way that it was originally intended for. The Lord has to transform that like pure gold, pure silver. Man didn't make it that way, the Lord did. And we ask him to do that to our hearts as well. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, something really to think about is as David is asking to create, uh, or for his sake, re recreate, to redo the things that he's done, to undo those things that he's done and get the purity of heart that he's looking for, why is it so important for us that our hearts be pure? I know that we talk about a concept of this, but Jesus talked about there's some direct derivatives of having a pure heart as well. Absolutely. In, in Matthew chapter 6, we see Jesus actually speak to this very thing. That, that the heart is not just an organ. See, whenever I was a kid, it was always pray and ask Jesus into your heart. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I would imagine Jesus in like in the, the blood vessels. And, and, and but, but as I grew older, I started to recognize that it's not just like my heart is his home, but it's this idea of, of all of who I am, but because it's, it's, my, it's my life. You know, when, so when it's referencing, when the Bible references the heart, it's talking about literally all of who we are. And Jesus says in Matthew 6, 45, that out of the out of the mouth the heart speaks, and I even I'll even add a little bit more because it's it's found elsewhere in Scripture that our actions are come from the where our heart is, and so if our heart is is wicked above all else, then our actions and our words are gonna are gonna demonstrate that. 
And if our, our heart is, is pure and is, is clean, then our actions and our words are going to demonstrate that. Okay, so purity of heart is such an important thing. But our actions often indicate, you said, where our heart is. What are some of the things that act like a gauge or a barometer for you that lets you know that maybe it's not the person across the hallway or in the next cubby or in the next room. Maybe it's something going on with me. Yeah. Right, right. For me, I get frustrated super quickly, super easy with people, whether it was somebody else or just with myself, with things that I'm doing in my work, I get frustrated so quickly. Normally, I have a pretty good, like, you know, gauge on these things. But when I feel like I'm running on empty, that's when I know my heart's been in a bad spot. Probably has been for some time if I've gotten to that point. Um, so I have to remind myself, I'm getting frustrated too easily. I have to go back to the Lord. I have to ask him, you know, whatever's in there, get it out so that I don't uh, express my feelings in that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally, I'm actually pretty similar where yeah. um, specifically in the morning, I'll recognize it. So I'll, I'll be with Emma and I'll be with Brigham and we'll have like a, a great morning just kind of getting ready. And I know it's really, really bad if I'm really snappy with them. But most of the time it's pretty telling where I'll be on the road and I'll be driving in or just driving anywhere. And if, if someone cuts me off and immediately inside of me, just like you could call it road rage or maybe it's just that, that frustration of uh, I'm better or it's just something along those lines. Like it, that to me shows me, it's like, okay, well, I obviously have not, not started off on the wrong foot. I'm definitely, my, my heart's really centralized and I'm just thinking of myself right now. I, I need to be more outwardly focused. And that's an indicator, that's an indicator for me. So quick question, when you get road rage, do you have a north decal on your car? <laughs> I have a button I press and it like removes it and like hides. Perfect, just to fog it up, that's fine, that's great. Hey, if, for one final thing, if you have one final thing, this one to you, Sarah, yeah. that you could say to everyone just to encourage them today, what would that be? Yeah, I heard this uh, story about John Maxwell one time. Somebody asked him, what's the first thing you do in the morning? And he said, I go to my study and before I even open my Bible, I pray and I ask the Lord, uh, help me to serve someone else today. And I think that's such a huge reflection of, of our hearts, right? Uh, what scripture is talking about here, just wanting to be more like Jesus, the want to be more like Jesus, because he was the ultimate servant, uh, pure heart, humble, kind, generous, all these things that we strive to be for. So when we say create in me a pure heart, we just want to be more like Jesus, right? Love anything in the Bible that just tells me how to be more like Jesus because we can't go wrong, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that's a huge, uh, like a huge one for me is just asking the Lord, help me be more like Jesus today. That's great. Sarah, Drew, thanks for being with us today. Yes, sir. Thank you. And thank you all for being with us today. Join us again tomorrow for 21 days of prayer and fasting.